Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Young Mi Mare. Each week I discuss a sad topic or story, and then I try to laugh about it in hopes that hair will grow out of my butthole or more, whatever. I, I, you know what? I, every week I'm like, this title, <laughs> is this title stupid? I don't know. Whatever. Um, I like to share sad stories um, because I feel like if anyone has gone through them, they will hear me talking about it and feel less alone and maybe feel better <laughs> in some way that I'm laughing about it. This week, I have a this isn't really sad per like per se, like the 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 subject matter isn't sad, but I feel like how I feel about it realistically is a little sad. The what I wanted to talk about is my thoughts on AAPI month. <laughs> As you know, somebody that is Asian American, and someone that has done podcasts and uh, discussed Asian identity for a few years now. Um, somebody that is asked to touch on the subject quite often. But you know, there, the the thing about AAPI month, I think now it's officially being called AANHPI month, uh, Asian American Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander month. I think that's the official name now. But um, usually when I'm asked to do stuff in the month of May in honor of this month that recognizes all of us with those ethnic backgrounds it's it's by like a very corporate thing right it's it's like a job that I'm paid to do to talk about it and obviously in those situations I'm going to be very positive and not completely honest about my thoughts but I I do have a lot of mixed emotions about it so I thought I would talk about them on my podcast because you know this is where I get real and I think part of how I feel about it you know, this sort of corporate performative allyship is part of it is sad. So I guess it kind of fits the theme of this podcast. It is hard to talk about it, honestly, because I think like a lot of people who participate in events and, you know, ads and uh, are asked to write articles and things like that during the month of May who are from the this background, we are paid to do stuff by companies. So obviously, we're always going to speak positively about this organizations or whoever decided, right? Like, people have a hard time talking openly about it because we're asked to, we're asked by the whoever is <laughs> running it to do stuff. But I have come at a, a complicated relationship to it because I think first and foremost, whatever problems that they think they're fixing by creating a month to honor people. I just don't think it's an effective way to fix issues in our society, whether it's, you know, anti-Asian hate or 
the lack of representation that Pacific Islanders and Native Hawaiians have, I don't think that it's going to really fix the fact that Native Hawaiians lost their fucking autonomy and land to to America that we're going to give them a month where we're like, woo, like Native, do you know what I mean? Like, it feels like patronizing in this really sad way. Well, before I start talk, talking shit about this and alienating anyone that might <laughs> in the future want to hire me to speak for AAPI month, before I say all the negative stuff, I'm going to say the positive stuff. To have a month where a certain group of people are highlighted, whether, you know, it's like Black History Month or Pride Month or AANHPI Month, that is great. That's amazing because I understand that it's a time to sort of make up for the all the time, majority of the time, when we are sort of pushed to the back, right? And like, it's really positive for, I, I always think, you know, AANHPI Month is probably great for the one Asian kid that lives out in the middle of fucking nowhere in the Midwest that gets made fun of every fucking day and lives in like an all-white community. And it's probably helpful for them to see, you know, all these excellent people from our communities, you know, get highlighted for the month. And I, and I understand that that's why it's doing so much positive good. Same with, you know, Black History Month and Pride Month. I, I can see any person from any marginalized group who is out there in America feeling very lonely and being helped by those sort of uh, movements and highlighting their cultures. But, but, you know, I just feel like when it comes to like actual social change, almost everything that is being done is just not really truly helping because even like even you know with the representation in Hollywood and stuff like that right I don't think it's getting to the root of the problem and I think in a lot of ways the the methods that we're taking to try to alleviate it sometimes make it worse for example the diversity in Hollywood example right and, you know, the reason why I can see it's getting worse is because I do look at, like, what people who are racist say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these people are not understanding because they've never really, no one's walked them through the entire problem. Like, for example, the diversity in Hollywood thing, you know, the reaction to people who are tr who we're trying to, like, change their minds, like racist people or homophobic people, they're, like, you'll hear them saying horrible things like, Oh, why why are uh, black people 30% of television when they're only like 10% of the population or so, so, things like that and they're like not understanding the message. Do you know what I mean? They're sticking to their foundational belief because no one walked them through the actual issues. And so it's like I think the only real way out of this is education and like communication with people that we're trying to get through to, you know? I don't think, like, the people that fucking hate Asian people and are attacking Asian people on the street, I don't think they're going to change their minds because for a month, Starbucks has a hashtag AANHPI hashtag in, in all their tweets. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's, like, they're changing their mind because 
there's an Asian person doing an ad for fucking Nike this month. If anything, you know, like somebody that hates Asian people will look at that and be like, look at them. They're taking all our, the spotlight and our jobs and, and I hate them, you know? And um, so it, it seems a little ridiculous. But, you know, like I said, in a lot of ways, it does help. And it helps the people in marginalized communities see themselves, you know, and see each other. So that's great. But the harm, I think the harm really is something that I sit with a lot. We all saw recently what happened with the Bud Light thing. I I forgot the name of the woman that they highlighted. She's, I think her name is Dylan. Is that her name? She's like a famous TikTok person. And then they had this huge backlash when people shooting Bud Light cans. Like, it's like a lack of responsibility in these corporations that maybe they do want to share this message of like stopping transphobia. That's amazing. But like, if you don't do the steps and the work that is going to help people who are transphobic understand why it's wrong, it's just going to cause this frenzy of intense transphobia. It's going to backlash. And on top of all that, the only reason Bud Light was promoting, you know, this woman, like this trans woman was like, they're just trying to sell beer to fucking liberal people. Like, they don't give a fuck. Do they, Do you think they care about the safety of trans people who are so much more, you know, in danger in our society, who are subjected to so much more violence? Like, they, they don't give a shit about any of that. They just want to sell beers to like, white liberal people that live in Brooklyn. Let's all be honest. And then they ended up just like, dredging up all these horrible transphobic people online who are doing like horrible things now and they're like getting all heated and if anything that transphobic message is is being like amplified and getting louder for other fucking weird people to fall into that transphobic hole now because like the people that hate anybody just need like they need some crayons and like like a diorama of like a stick figure man walking with a with a house and a car and a flower. You know, like they need somebody to spell it out for them. They're not going to change their minds because of a fucking Bud Light commercial. It does feel kind of irresponsible for me when I see corporations trying to do this like social justice messaging. It feels, number one, they're going about it the wrong way. And number two, they're just fucking trying to sell beer. It just feels phony. And I think people pick up on that phoniness. I think everyone picks up on the phoniness. Whether you agree with any of the social justice messages, I think all of us were kind of like, yeah, great. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Uber, for uh, doing some weird arbitrary thing that doesn't really help any of us. Like for one day, (laughs) like you're going to tweet like a picture of a a Hawaiian family. Thank you, Uber. That really helps nobody. Thanks for nothing, you know. Um, but even all the people going through these like issues, I think we we are just felt like we just are sitting here like, how does this help anything, right? Anyway, I think it's just like a hot mess. I think none of it really makes sense. I think it makes the problem a lot worse on a lot of on a lot of levels. But the I think uh, just reiterating what I said up top. 
I do think it's very helpful for people that feel alone in their identity to see representation. I'll, you know, I'll stand for that forever. But then also, I think the confusing thing about the whole diversity and representation thing is because there's so many diverse faces in media and places where people can see, the actual truth is being really hidden because, you know, as we all know, statistically, the people that own all everything in America are still old white men, right? Like, it's it's not even white women. It's like, what's that thing that everyone was talking about a while ago? There are more CEOs named John than CEOs that are women. Those are all white men, right? So it's like, it's almost like we're being put up as this like facade, like this mask, just like when Bud Light had like Dylan on there, like she was their mask. But everybody that owns Anheuser-Busch is an old white Republican man, you know, and she had to be the mask that got attacked for them to make a bunch of money. You know, it has nothing to do with these masks that they put on. When, you know, if you followed the money, it's all white men, you know, and like everything that I do for a an HPI month, you know, whether it's an ad or it's a, writing an article or whatever. Every time I do something like that, some money goes in the pocket of some horrible Republican white man, you know, and he gets to own a company that people think is a liberal, open minded company. And it, it, absolutely not. You know, corporations are not people. They're just horrible entities trying to make money right and how does that make me feel i don't know it makes me feel shitty but guess what everything i do everything all any of us do all of our lives everything you buy everything you eat just putting another dollar in the pocket of a horrible rich republican white man i'm i'm uh, at peace with it now at this point um so that's like my actual think of my think my thoughts about um this month being designated for asian people and also i think it's really funny how as we all suspected every year it's dropped off <laughs> you know and obviously it's not funny it's very sad but i think 2020 was probably the peak when everybody was was at home and we had time to really think about everything all the social justice stuff was really popping off, most no notably with the George Floyd murder and Black Lives Matter and then Stop Asian Hate, which followed after that. It's very sad that no one really gives a shit anymore. But there are a lot of funny things about that. Like, I just remember, you know, like three years ago, <laughs> the I just remember like going into these meetings for, you know, the month of May and all these like corporate people that I would have meetings with, I could tell they were like the important person of that company that has to deal with this, like the head of diversity of like whatever, whatever corporation. And there was like five people in the meeting and they all looked very important and they were taking me really seriously. And now it's like literally some intern being like, hey, like, I heard that Asian people have like mental health issues. And I'm just like, okay, who is this for? And they're like, it's for uh, biscuits.org. And I was just like, okay, cool. Biscuits.org is writing an article about Asian mental health issues. Uh, amazing. But um, it's just, I've just been making the joke recently. Like I've just noticed how the, per the person that's sent to have a meeting with me is just 
lower and lower down the rank. <laughs> that's is that funny? I don't know. That's not funny. It's funny because I it's more chill, but um, it makes me laugh. Oh, I wanted to share a really funny story about one of these things that I did for AANHPI month a while. I'm not going to tell you when because I don't want anyone like digging um, and finding what this is because it was so funny. So I did this thing for this huge corporation, like this gigantic company. And it was like one of these meetings where there was like a bunch of like important people. <laughs> and I like I had a meeting with like three very like important seeming people. And they're like, oh, great. By the way, we're going to do like an illustration to go along with your like campaign. And they were like, what do you want us to tell the illustrator? Like, what is the message behind you? You know, and like your blah, blah, blah. And I just, I remember saying something like, oh, like, you know, a lot of people, when they hear that I'm Asian, they'll do like, they'll draw like a bowl of rice with chopsticks coming out of it or something. And I was like, as long as it's not that sort of like racist Asian-y thing, I'm totally, I don't give a shit. Like you can draw whatever you want, right? And I remember seeing that in the meeting and the person laughed. They're like, ha ha ha, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, oh good, I feel safe. And then they sent me the drawing for me to okay it. And tell me why, tell me why it was fucking a cup of boba. It was boba, a dumpling, and a sakura like cherry blossom. And I was like, hey, I literally responded to the email and I just wrote, hey, this is racist. And I remember I just like responded that and um, they sent a response that was like 15 paragraphs long. And they're like, we need to have like an emergency meeting. And then I jumped on the meeting and it was like literally 20 people. And I could tell that like half of them were like attorneys. <laughs> they were so fucking freaked out. And there are all these like white people like because the first meeting was like the head of diversity. It was like a POC, whatever. And then this meeting was with all these like serious looking white people in suits because I could tell they were like, what? Uh oh, like got to squash this. And I was just like, hey, what's up? Like, you all can relax. I'm just saying it's racist when you have an Asian person and your drawing is a boba and a fucking dumpling and a sakura all of those things have nothing to do with me by the way like i'm korea i think boba is taiwanese dumplings are i guess all asian but they drew like a dumpling shape that was definitely not like a korean dumpling shape and i was like and you know cherry blossoms like we have them but we're not that's not really what we're known for <laughs> like and i just remember that them being like just making sure that i wasn't gonna say anything and like checking in and i was like no i'm not gonna fucking say anything i'm just like can you can you make a better drawing? Because this drawing sucks. Um, and then I just thought that was funny. So that was like, that's like my personal story with all the stuff that happened during that. Again, it's like it's along the same vein, you know, like they were trying, they, they were trying really hard. And, you know, it ended up still being racist. But, you know, they, they at least they tried. <laughs> um, but also that... Uh, actually reminds me of like a good um another point that I wanted to make I think it's so the, the thing that scares me so much about these like social justice movements is white resentment right and that's the example that I just told you about the drawing like if I'm being fucking honest with you you know that at least 
half of those white people in that meeting were like, fuck this stupid Asian bitch. Like, what the fuck does she think she's complaining about? Asian people eat dumplings. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, they were sitting there thinking that I was a fucking idiot, thinking that they hated Asian people. It's like and like they're being forced by their shitty corporate jobs to do this kind of diversity shit when they don't even give a fuck about Asian people. And now they're sitting in this meeting and they're like stewing in resentment. And I think anybody that's a person of color or a marginalized group, you feel that from them because they're like, this is not our fucking problem. Why do we have to talk about George Floyd? I don't I don't hate black people. And, and then I don't I'm not like killing Asian people or whatever. Right. And I'm just kind of like looking at them like you're not getting that you literally are the fucking problem and you're just stewing in resentment because you had to do five minutes extra work. Like the illustrator that did that drawing was a white person. You know, they were fucking, you know, they were fucking annoyed. Do you know what I mean? And it's like this, um, and it kind of, this kind of feeds into what I was saying up top about this performative um, way of handling these big social issues because it's like the incorrect way to do it. The people who are being forced to do it, who are white, are resentful and they don't understand why they're doing it. And then it just causes more problems. You know, we're like sitting in this meeting with all these white people who are rolling their eyes like, oh, I'm so sorry that you don't drink boba. Like, do you know what I mean? And and I have to sit there being like, bitch, I don't care about the fucking boba. I just, why did you make me do this? And now it's like everyone's, everyone's annoyed, you know? Um, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And, you know, and also, you know, like, just being Asian, you don't want to say things like, hey, this is bad, because you, you know, the fucking backlash that that's gonna bring, you know, they're like, oh, we hurt your feelings, because we drew a boba, like, shut up, bitch. Like, that's like scary. That's scary to say that, because all of our problems are always so minimized. But, you know, uh, it's a fucking mess. It's a fucking mess. And um, it's, it's, it's like, I feel a lot of, this is also a really sad thing. I feel in myself, and in a lot of Asian people. And I think, I'm sorry to keep dragging everybody else into this. But I think anybody, you know, that went through the the lockdown seeing the social justice movement that was highlighting whatever group that they were part of and feeling hopeful and then now feeling the pushback of like white resentment and just being like okay sorry you're right we were making too big of a deal about this we'll shut the fuck up now we're sorry and I feel like a lot of us are doing that right now you know we're like never mind you're right we asked for too much let's go back to you know, uh, movies that only have pretty blonde women in them. I'm sorry. We had three Asian movies and you're right. That was too many movies. We apologize. And I I feel like a lot of us feel that way. We're like, fuck, like we asked for too much and now we got to hide. Right. Um, which is, I don't even know. Also, 
I'm fucking tired of talking about it too, to be honest, right? It's like, it's tiring talking about these issues all the time. I want to wake up in a world where there isn't somebody that's going to say weird racial slurs to my son, which happens to this day, by the way. I want to wake up tomorrow and know that that's not going to happen to him. You know what I mean? Like, I also want that too, but it's not happening. So... I'm so sorry that you have to sit in a meeting with me when I complain about fucking boba. But like, I, I just feel like I don't have the option, you know? Oh my God, why am I getting emotional? I think, you know, I hope, I, I, I know that a lot of people feel this way, you know? And I think for like Asian people who culturally were like told not to complain and stuff, like, I think this time period for a lot of us was the first time that we ever fucking said something about it and now we're like made to feel so stupid you know now we're explaining it to like a fucking intern they just want us to stop talking about it and we're like yeah you're right i'm tired of talking about it too and i know black people are tired of talking about it too like when does it fucking ever end i know like trans people are fucking tired and it's like it's getting worse for them every day. It's just getting horrifically worse. It's like we we brought up something and then we were punished for talking about it and then it just got worse, you know? It's, it really fucking sucks. Um, I think it weirdly is like uh, creating this air of like deep depression in me that... uh. Uh, it's just like, I don't know. I think it's just really triggering for a lot of people. And myself, I'm, I'm sorry, I keep trying to like push it off on other people. But yeah, like for me, and I, I hope that if you feel this way, you're not crazy. And like you're not the only one that feels this way, you know? But I guess we'll, we'll just fucking go away and stop talking about it. Anyway, I'm going to change gears really quick because... I cried, so now I have to make myself laugh. <laughs> it's fucking demented. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about one thing really quickly before I log off. Um, so, and, so I tweeted something earlier this week. I said, happy API month to like Pacific Islanders who for some reason have to share a month with their colonizers. And guess what? People did not like that tweet. <laughs> Um, and I know it was very vague and it was lacking a lot of detail and people were like, who the fuck did Korea call in? I was like, please stop. I said, Asia, relax, you know? And then a bunch of people were calling me out for being white and they're like, well, you're a colonizer. And I was like, I didn't mean that Asian people alive today colonized the Pacific Island. I didn't mean like, uh, you know, my neighbor, you know, my 22-year-old Asian woman neighbor that's like going to college. I don't think she's a colonizer. I'm just saying that historically that actually did happen. Some countries in Asia colonized Pacific Islands and how Pacific Islanders live today has been dramatically affected by what happened in the past, right? And it's fine that I, we can just say it happened. It's not like I'm not saying anyone 
did it that's like living right now and you have to go to jail or anything. We can just admit that it happened. Um, but the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because the other complicated thing about AA and HPI month is that this is an extremely large and very diverse group of people in this country that have been made to share a month. And that's fucking funny. Okay. Like not the colonizer part, not the genocide part, but like, it's funny that it's like, it, it's like funny because I think in my head, I'm just seeing it like a white person was like, well, all of you kind of look alike. So you you're the same thing. And like that to me is kind of funny. OK. And also very sad. But like, you know, it's it's funny to me when somebody says konnichiwa to me because like my literal uncle was killed by <laughs> Imperial Japan. Am I getting mad at Japanese people right now? No, I don't think any of you actually did it. I'm saying that historically that did happen. So it's funny that white people don't know that, you know, like white people have no fucking idea, you know, that they shouldn't say konnichiwa to like a, a Korean person or a Chinese person. They, they have no fucking idea why they people. If you're white listening to this, they're like, what? What do you mean? They, a lot of them just don't know. Some of them do. A lot of them don't. You know, a lot of uh, white people don't even know that Asian people colonized Pacific Islands in a in a bad way, not in a fun way right um and you know obviously ethnically i'm not a pacific islander but i am from micronesia i grew up on saipan and they have a history of being colonized by japan and i think you know just just from what i what i could saw growing up the chamorros i can't speak for the chamorros seem to like japanese people way better but <laughs> than you know white people but i can't speak for tomorrow's because that's like they probably just wanted to have autonomy as a you know the indigenous population of their own fucking island right if you ask them they probably would have been like actually we don't want any colonizers even though the japanese food does taste better than whatever the fuck the germans were eating before them you know <laughs> but like but that happened historically like asian people can't pretend that that didn't happen. And, you know, the complicated uh, history of Saipan. And I, I know this is very complicated if you're Korean listening to this. And I know a lot of Korean people have residual anger against Japanese people, even though no one alive has done anything to you. Let's be, you know, honest. And you shouldn't feel any way about Japanese Americans who were, by the way, in internment camps while, while the Imperial Japan was happening. So I don't know why you're blaming them for anything. Um, but you know, the complicated history was that when Japan did colonize Saipan, where, you know, I grew up, spent part of my childhood, they brought enslaved Koreans with them and Korean, like, service people, not enslaved Koreans, but like, people that were like, their version of like, migrant worker, whatever, like, working class, I, I don't know what the word is like workers that worked for Japanese people. They were Korean. And those Korean people, you know, were probably mean to the Chamorros too, you know? And were they the colonizers? No, they were going through their own form of being colonized, but they were there and a lot of them stayed and, you know, after the war and stuff. And I, I don't you they weren't colonizers, but they had a presence there and they owned stuff and that was probably complicated and 
you know, who knows? Not saying, please don't take that as me saying Koreans colonize anybody, but they were there and to the full capacity that humans interact with each other. So a lot of it positive, some of it negative, probably, you know, so um, th- there's like all these nuances and different like relationships that our cultures have with each other as Asian people at Pacific Islanders, Hawaiian people, obviously, who also have a history of um, East Asian I don't even know if it's technically colonization, but like presence, oppressive presence, colonization, let's be honest. And we all have a complicated relationship with each other. And I just think it's funny that we all have to share a month together. That's all I was saying. And, you know, Asian people have complicated relationships with each other, too. But in the spirit of a and HPI month, let's just get along. Let's forget that I tweeted that it was a joke. We all love each other. And you know what? We we are we do have way more similarities than differences. You know, we all know that when we're in trouble, our mom our moms are gonna hit us with a slipper. So we we have the shared trauma. So let's let go of our differences and just, you know, respect and celebrate each other's beautiful cultures and take the month of May to see each other and find solidarity and you know make space to recognize that we are from different cultures that maybe had conflict that's okay we can say it historically but you know after all that I think I do feel solidarity with everybody in the A and NHPI group. It's so hard to say that, by the way. Thank God that I, I, it's, this is almost over. I, can't, I cannot say that one more time. But I feel so much solidarity with everybody. Um, and I think the shared stories of our trauma, you know, like just me saying that somebody says like racial slurs to my son. I think everybody in that group... I'm not going to say it again, that lives in America knows what that feels like. And they know that that really feels like shit. Um, And in that way, maybe it it is right that we are grouped together because we do understand each other. And I just, I think at the end of it, I think, you know, I complained about it this entire time. And I really hope that these large companies that pay me money to do stuff didn't hear this episode because I really need the money next year. Just just pretend you didn't hear it. <laughs> but um, I know I've been complaining about it this entire time, but, you know, I guess that that's the beauty of it, you know? We are grouped together for a month, and we get to, like, see each other and see each other as a part of something. And I think everything that I talked about that I'm upset about, all of you understand exactly how that feels. And that feels really good to know that, you know? So happy AANHPI month to everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, okay, I'm going to put it, pull it together and just do my end message and I'm going to go. If you have a topic that you want to suggest that I discuss on this podcast, if you join the Patreon, you can um, suggest it and I will do it. It's patreon.com slash Butthole. If you don't want to subscribe because patreon is a donation-based platform you could just leave a comment on the instagram which is harry butthole podcast my instagram is why i'm mayor or you can find me on tiktok at young me mayor thank you mm-hmm.